welcome to the Spirits of Business Podcast. Oh, we don't get to do podcasts together anymore, Lauren. I just realized this. Yeah, I mean, do we change? I think, I mean, because if if the intro person says, welcome to the Spirits Up, and the other person says business, does the other person come back in? It's not really enough, is it? Nah, it's not, not really, really enough. I think business I mean, podcast is okay. Maybe we just stick to that and then we just go yeah, into Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've always had trouble lining <laughs> ourselves it. up anyway. So yeah. All right. That's true. Should we try That's that again? True. I mean, we can always change it. Uh, well, oh wait, are we keeping it the same as we've done it? Yeah. 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 But I mean, should we just start again? Because yeah. we've been rabbiting on like pork chops for a bit. So do you want to start again? Oh, I think our listener at home would like to see how we just worked that out. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it's relevant to what we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> it's totally relevant to what we're talking about. So let's okay. get into the show, shall we? All right. Well, welcome to, sponsoring the business, yeah, welcome to the podcast, which is brought to you by my business, Michelle Price, The Lightworker. My contact details are in the show notes, but I am a medium, so I connect past over loved ones. I'm also an oracle card reader. I mentor, so I teach people to discover and develop their gifts. I also teach Reiki from my home on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. So lots of different things on offer. I'm also releasing a novel very soon. I just finished the final edit and handed it in. Thank heavens. Thank the Lord here. Uh, And I'm developing some Oracle cards, which is really fun. So there'll be lots more coming your way from Michelle Price, the Lightworker on Facebook and all the other social media uh, sites, Lauren. So... I'm so excited to be here. This is a little bit different where um, Lauren and I, I'm a a little flat. I'm a little unwell today. You can probably hear that in my voice, but um, Mm. I'm trying to be excited. I'm trying to get my spirit up, Lauren. (laughs) Yeah, you're very good. And you're actually sitting directly in front of the sun. So every time I look at you, it's like blinding. I look like an angel. I look like an angel. (laughs) (laughs) You always look like an angel to me. Oh, Lauren. (laughs) Lauren, too kind. Oh my God. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is that it's pretty obvious to the listener off the top that we were changing things up, which is Mm -hmm. really cool. But as always, you know, our mission is always going to be to provide value, to uh, share stories and insights and things that we've learned during the week and, and just in our lives in general. And this episode is actually a pretty major one because this is a, um, well, it's kind of a new chapter that's starting today. So, Yeah. And on top of that, Lauren, it is episode 60. It's episode 60. Cool. Bit of a milestone. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, and you like it? six. It's funny well, when I'm you saying, start. Yes. Yeah, I do. Because you love six. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I know we've talked about six before. If our listener at home didn't know that. So basically I changed my name to Lauren Grace. That's what I'm going by now, which is my real name, but I'm going by that officially. And uh, Lauren Grace comes out as a six in numerology. Michelle was always like, oh, six isn't a great number. But for me, it was a great number. It's about, it's about family. It's about love. And I also gave it a new meaning, which is um, when you picture the number six, it kind of like is a stem and then it wraps around. And I, uh, I designed a new meaning for myself, which is coming around the bend and seeing clearly. And that's mm. like about my third eye. And there's a bit of a you know, with the six, there's a hole there, like a center to see through. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, why I like six. I'm i re- I'm claiming six is my, uh, it's my awesome number. So isn't that yeah. funny. And we decided to that's change what... our theme on episode 60. It's incredible. It all sort of falls into place because Lauren Grace, it was a huge, huge change for you, massive change. So, and we got confirmation yeah, that day because yeah. I drew those universal healing cards for you and it wasn't number six, but it was a yeah. love. I think it was a love card. 
And you said it symbolizes love, love for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. A lot of synchronicities, a lot of synchronicities. Yeah, that's right. And actually, um, the changing over to Lauren Grace is the catalyst for us changing our podcast here Certainly today, is. which is pretty cool. So yeah, it was really significant of a lot of things. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But before that, we're going to continue with the format we've always used, which is where Michelle and I get to talk about how our week's been going. I know I've got lots to say. Michelle, you do too. So why don't you kick things off, girl? Yeah, and are just, yeah, just highlighting as well. We do have some changes at the end of the show. So the end of the show isn't exactly the same as what we've done before. So we have made a couple of changes there. Yeah. But uh, you'll have to wait and see what that is at the uh, when we reach that point. Uh, Lauren, it's been an interesting week. I've been quite uh, sick, as you can probably hear in my voice. And I'm not great at sort of slowing down, asking for help or any of that sort of stuff. Um, so it's been interesting. I've had a lot of really good mates of mine, you know, offering me awesome advice about, you know, what to take, what to do. You know, I work with a lot of healers. They're all sort of giving me really great um, information about different things that worked for them and um, people willing to bring things over for me and stuff like that. Now it's been a big lesson. I've, I've really just been doing a lot of rescheduling this week. So I just felt like, you know, I couldn't give my best. I did try to do some readings earlier in the week and I noticed with me being under the weather and lethargic, you know, before the, um, you know, the sore throat and everything else sort of kicked in is that I was really struggling to feel. And normally I'm very, you know, good with my clairsentience, which is where you physically feel what's going on with the loved one, you know, someone who's passed over and I wasn't feeling anything. So they were bringing through good evidence, you know, stuff around the house, stuff that was going on, stuff that they would, you know, relate to themselves when they're alive and that sort of thing. But I couldn't feel what they'd passed from. And usually that's a big thing of what I do, a big part of what I do. So if they've got, you know, lung cancer or brain cancer or whatever it is, I generally will feel that physically. And I wasn't feeling a thing. I just felt numb. So when I reached that point, I just thought, you know what, I don't think this is going to work. And that's when I started to reschedule mm -hmm. because I could still get the information through and it was okay, but I was feeling really tired as well, you know, doing it. And I feel like sometimes you just have to acknowledge that your body just needs to heal. So I had some acupuncture this week and, you know, just tried to sort of recharge and did a lot of rescheduling and I stayed in bed a lot. Um, and then at the moment I'm sitting outside in the sun because I feel like the sun's very healing and quite good for you. And, um, so I've just been doing a lot of healing and I feel like it's a good chance to do some resetting. Um, and I, cause I was getting sick a while ago then I managed to fight it off and then it's hit again. And I just figure my body just needs a reset. And that's really what I feel like a cold, a head cold, which is what this is, is to give you, um, time to yeah. reset. So I haven't been doing many readings or anything, but it is also good to, um, have that rest. And the good thing about that is I've been really thinking a lot about my Oracle cards, what they're going to look like, um, what sizes, what the dimensions are, because I need to give all the dimensions to my publisher. And I did, of course, send away my book. So I've been able to um, get that uh, done, which is really great. And I've just been doing a lot of catching up, a lot of creative type work that I haven't normally had time for when I've just been doing readings, you know, full on. So that's been really great. And um, yeah, good lesson. So um, I did also have a really cool story um, about one of my readings and I'm just trying to remember whether I did tell this story. I, I don't think I did, but uh, stop me if I have, but I did a really amazing reading. This is about synchronicities and I think Lauren and I, this is relevant because we were just talking about synchronicities and how things all sort of gel and, you know, we're doing episode 60 and you're doing Lauren Grace and like all this stuff. And I did a reading for a girl and um, we were just, it was really, really good, really good connection and 
awesome stuff coming through. And we're talking about like this. Um, I think I was telling you about the, um, the app that she wants to do. She wants to do an app and it's like Oracle cards and all this sort of stuff. And it hasn't been done before. And, um, I sent her off to cafe nurture to get some crystals. Stop me if I've told you, but, um, I sent her to cafe nurture to get some. You crystals. haven't told us. Okay, good. Um, so this guy walks up to her, right. And, um, and you know, she didn't have to go to cafe nurture. She didn't have to go, but she was like, I'm going to go. You know, Michelle told me to go, I'm going to go. So she went straight away, straight to Cafe Nurture. And she's looking at crystals and this guy walks up to her and goes, hey, and he goes, I'm a naturopath here. Um, and what had happened in the reading, sorry, I forgot, I left a little bit. I was so concerned. I'd already told this story. But in the reading, I said to her, you're going to be doing this amazing artwork and it's going to be like images coming out at you. So you'll look at it and you won't see it straight away. But then these faces and different things will sort of appear and it's almost three-dimensional. Um, and I said, it's a little bit magic. And she was like, oh, she goes, okay, that sounds awesome. That's exactly what I want to do. And I mentioned some trees and things. I was like, there's going to be trees in there and this and that. Anyway, she goes to Cafe Nurture and I said, you're going to find the artist who's going to come to you. He'll find you. And um, said all of this, goes to Cafe Nurture. This guy walks up and says, hey, I'm a naturopath and I'm an artist. I think you need to see my artwork. I feel like you really appreciate this. Now, this is immediately after wow. the reading. So she's gone, that's weird. And she's thinking about me. Anyway, he takes her out the back and um, he's a digital artist. So he's doing this on the computer and he's got these images of like his third eye, representation of his third eye. He's got this forest. So there's the trees and she's looking at these images and all of a sudden these different image, like faces and people and objects and all this stuff is like literally like coming out of the computer screen at her, like in this three-dimensional form and exactly what we talked about. And she's going, oh, this is so weird. And she didn't, um, she spent a lot of time with the guy and she got some copies of some of the images he sent them to her. And so she's going to work with him on her project. And she's like, I can't believe how fast it happened. But we also talked about rainbows and I kept saying rainbows are a sign. Anyway, when she got out of the reading as well, her best friend in America, um, who's like a twin, um, sent her a picture of this beautiful like rainbow that I've never seen anything so bright in all my life. And she said, I don't know why, but I just saw this rainbow and I thought of you and I had to send it to you. So it was just like everything. And now she's doing mentorship with me. So she's actually coming over today. I see her um, once a week. She's actually decided to do mentorship with me. And she waited till she saw me face to face to tell me because she was like, I just had to see you face to face to tell you this is amazing. And um, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, my God, things happen so quickly. But, you know, it is that you have to act. You know, if someone says to you, you've got to go and do, you know, whatever, go and get some crystals from Cafe Nurture, she could have gone home and forgotten about it, but she didn't. You know, she went there and she did it and she met this guy. And it just was all about the timing. You know, the fact that the reading finished at the time it did, she went there, he was working. The fact that he felt to come up and tell her about the artwork. I've never had that happen. And I've been to that shop a lot. So, you know, that was pretty special that that happened to her. So I just felt really, um, really validated, I think, you know, in what I do. Um, because sometimes you do feel like you're sort of just saying things for the sake of saying things. Uh, but that was really great validation. Uh, and the other amazing thing that happened, and I've just been talking to um, someone about this before I connected with you today, is the past lives that I do. So I do a lot of past life readings. And one of the guys that I read for, he had a really good knowledge of history. Now, if I haven't been to a place, I only have so much life experience. If I've been to a place, fantastic. You know, I haven't been to Italy, but um, the spirit gave me, when I went into a past life in Italy, spirit gave me eat, pray, love. So I sort of knew it was Italy because it wasn't Bali. And I was on like cobblestone streets and the old um, buildings and stuff. So I knew it was Italy, but I was in a place the other day with a gentleman um, and I was looking at a past life and I could see like these little shops where you walk down uh, some stairs and the shops are down below the street. 
and there were houses above and I was like, they've got a currency, but I don't recognize the, recognize the currency, but it reminds me of like the pound. Um, cause it's like a pea or something. And then, um, you know, I shot him and I described another scene where there was like this great big mansion and I said, Hacienda, which I didn't know the meaning of, but I was like Hacienda. Um, and I just I finished describing this big sort of stone sort of mansion or like concrete mansion with a big plantation that looked like wine, like grapes were growing, um, and all this stuff. And he goes, Michelle, that's Spain. And I was like, Oh, is it? And I said, I've got no reference to Spain. I actually have never been there. And I, I don't know, but you know, the Spain at Spain at that time had the peseta, peseta or whatever it's called. Uh, which is represented by a P, which is where I'm, I'm guessing I felt the pound. Um, but he knew all the history and he said, give me the years. And I gave him the years and he said, that's my family history. He said, we've been in that in Spain for many, many years. He's, gen he's you know, um, uh, been there for many years, his generations um, in Spain. So it all made sense. You know, he totally understood what I was talking about. And it was um, really good validation again, because sometimes, as I said, you just feel like, oh, you're just sort of you know, saying silly things, but he could validate a lot of what I was talking about the years, the relationship with his dad made sense, um, all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's been very, very good, but, um, that was obviously last week cause this week I haven't been really doing the readings so much, but you know, this week is about just resting, uh, for me and recuperating. So, um, Lauren, you've had a really busy time as well. I think you've had, um, some developments you painting, I think finished, you mentioned that in the last episode, what else is going on around the place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, so I got a trainer for the mm. dog. So I wanted to share that story because I thought it was actually interesting. So I, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I kind of shared last time that it was difficult initially with the first few days and I was a bit overwhelmed and I didn't really realize it until I started having a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> about it. And I, you know, my partner's like, why don't you see, get a trainer to come to the house and just see that you've set everything up right. And, you know, get some additional feedback. And I thought, okay. So I put a uh, ad on the Facebook page in my local area, just asking for a trainer. And I said, you know, I'd like to uh, set up basically a consultation. So to make a long story short, I ended up getting contacted by this guy and he has had six months experience as a trainer, but he's a breeder and he also trains dogs as a like part-time job or something. And he's really looking for experience. So he said, I would like to come out to your house for free if you would be willing and I can help you for free because I need the experience to work with these dogs. Then after that, um, I said to him, well, these are the things that I want some work on, like some help on. And, um, and then he wrote me back and he, and this is the funny thing is on my post, I had wrote, can you please send me a direct message? Because I get a lot of notifications. I'm on a lot of different, I have a lot of different pages and stuff like that. So I don't always go back and check all my notifications. It's just of time. And so I figure, I said, can you please send me a direct message? And then I won't miss it basically. So then he, when he wrote back, he said, Hey, I saw that you had somebody message you on your post, which I hadn't even seen they have a lot of experience. They're very qualified and they're very good. They've had over 30 years experience. So if you want to go with that person, I totally understand, but I feel confident that I can help you with what you want help with. And I thought, you know what? A, it's free. Two, I, I like that A and two, but anyway, <laughs> A, it's free. B, if you know he comes here and I don't like the result that I'm getting, I can always ask somebody else to come and get another opinion. And then I also thought, you know, well, how else is he supposed to get experience and learn if people don't take a chance on him? So I thought, 
no, I'm happy to proceed with you. Come on over. So he ended up coming over with his partner and um, they gave me some really good, helpful tips and tricks. And uh, anyway, so after, after our session, I said, you know, if you want to come back in another few weeks, feel free. And, and they both said, well, we'd like to come back next week if we can. And I went, oh, okay. And then they said they're going to bring their dogs so our dogs can have a play date together because my dog oh, has really socialized that. a lot yet because yeah. he doesn't have all his vaccinations. Their dog's vaccinated. So they're good. Yep. Yeah. So they're going to bring their dog because it's vaccinated. So it's all good. And yeah, they're coming um, over again in a couple of days here. And I, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. And I said, well, I'll give you a testimonial, you know, cause I always feel like there needs to be an exchange. Right. But then I thought, well, wait, they did a great job. So I said, can I give you guys a bottle of wine to take home as well? And they said, oh no, 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 that's okay. Like we just want to do it for the experience. And I said, I feel better if you take a bottle of wine actually. <laughs> and they went, oh, okay. So, um, so they took a bottle of wine and so they'll be here in a couple of days and we'll have a play date and they'll teach me some more stuff. And, uh, yeah, what they've been teaching me is really helpful. And so I'm really thankful that they're coming every week or at least they're coming a second time and we'll see if they want to continue to come and help me. And, but I said, I'm happy to give you a testimonial. And then one of the things that he did do is he wrote me on a hand on a piece of paper, a whole bunch of suggestions for my issues so what I'm going to offer to him on Sunday as a trade is I'm going to say, um, I'm happy to put this in a really slick looking, beautiful graphic. If you'd like all your notes to send to you. Ah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking that. And then you good. can print it yeah. out and you can give it, Help give it out. to people like me that you go and see, and it just looks professional. You don't have to handwrite it every time. So hopefully he'll be happy with that as a trade. And cause you know, I do want to have an exchange of energy and I can tell that they're happy to do the experience and to see George as he progresses and get a good testimonial from me. But if I can do some small little things like that too, then I'm happy to. So there's that. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And I uh, think, yeah. Can I just, can I just say on that as well, Lauren, when I started doing my uh, readings, you know, I was doing free readings and that's how I got my first um, cover page. That was how I got my first design. I had that girl that was a graphic artist and she did my cover image mm -hmm. for me in exchange for go. a reading. And I had that cover image for like, you know, two years or something, um, which is a long time before I actually changed it to the light worker um, and redesigned it. So, and she did that for free. And that meant so much to me because I had no idea. Like I had, I don't even know what I had there before. It was just a photo yeah. of me or something. So I had no clue. Yeah. So it's like people like that, they really need that because, you know, a lot of them don't know what to do with their cover image. So, or their brand, yeah. you know, so that's hugely helpful. So yeah, great yeah. idea. So, um, yeah, so that's cool. One thing I wanted to share because we are a business podcast as well as a spirit podcast, but, uh, I wanted to share this experience. So basically I'm getting my, my kitchen redone and, uh, my mother-in-law is helping know, yeah. me with it. She's designed kitchens in the past. And anyway, she's really drilling home to me, Lauren, you never just take one quote. <laughs> So I was like, okay. So I ended up asking for a quote ages ago from a company. And the woman said to me, I'll get you a quote within two weeks. I, this is after I went in. I don't know if I shared this story, but I went in and I spoke with her and I felt like she didn't listen to me. She just kept assuming that she knew what I wanted, but she wasn't listening to what I had to say. So I didn't really feel a good energy with her. Like she knew better and wasn't listening to the client. Anyway, she said she would get me a quote within two weeks. I didn't hear from her for five weeks. So in the meantime, 
I ended up getting a quote from another company as well. So she called me after five weeks and uh, I didn't, I missed the call. So I ended up emailing her or her voicemail was basically like, you're the next quote in line. Do you still want to proceed? And I said, no, I've moved into another direction, which I hadn't really, but I felt like she didn't even have the kind of the wherewithal or the care to just message me and say, Hey, your quote's going to be a little bit later. That's all I needed. I would have been happy to wait. But the fact that mm. she didn't even say, hey, I told you two weeks, it's going to be a little bit longer, that would have made a big difference. Yeah. yeah. No so I ended up getting a quote from this other business and they sent me a quote, full on drawings, full on design, breakdown of everything, super just thorough quote, really, really well priced. So I sent that to my mother-in-law and she was like, you need to get another quote as well. Cause you know, the original quote I had gotten had fallen through. So I contacted another local business and when I called them, I said, I'd like to get a quote for a kitchen. And she's like, well, when do you want this built? Now this is in May that I called and I said, well, ASAP, probably like everybody else. And she goes, yes, but we're not building into, we're building into September. And I said, no problem. Can I get a quote before that? Or I have to wait till September to get a quote. Anyway, she said I could get one soon, but the build wouldn't happen until later, you know? And I said, well, I'm happy to wait for the right kind of, you know, quote or the right business, right? So to make a really long, boring story in short, I I got that quote from them. Now, when the guy was here getting the measurements and everything, I was telling him what I wanted where. I was saying, I want that there. I want that there. This is what I want. I knew exactly what I wanted. This is the height. This is the the size. He didn't write anything down. Okay. And then after what he did is he wrote down all the dimensions of the kitchen, went away, gave it to somebody else who put together the quote. So when I ended up getting this quote finally from this other business, it was basically one page and it was a line item of all the things that they're going to give me, but it wasn't really clear. There was a lot of jargon news. So a lot of techie kind of kitchen building type words, which I didn't really understand what it meant. And uh, some of the specs some of the sizes and things like that were not correct. Now, I also had no image. I had nothing like that to kind of go off of. So where I'm going with this is that I have not heard from them since they sent me that quote. They have not followed up. They have not checked in. They have not asked me. And when I'm talking about a kitchen, I don't have a huge kitchen, but I'm talking about over 10 grand. So last time I checked, when you're running a business, 10 grand is a fair amount. That pays a fair amount of salary for that month, I would imagine. All right? So... Uh, I end up, I'm now going with the quote of the people who put the effort in, who call, who followed up with me, who communicated with me when the quote was going to be a little bit late, who did the drawings, who did all that kind of stuff. And I feel really excited about it. And so the lesson here for the listener at home, and I guess just business in general is to kind of just think about, you know, the fact that even though they're, you're busy, every customer is important. Because if I get a great kitchen and I tell everyone about it, that can generate more leads. I can generate more sales. It's like, Michelle, when you have a good reading, I know this has happened to you where people tell all their friends and all of a sudden you're getting booked up from all these referrals. So it's really important to treat every customer, I believe, with respect and with the um, kind of the intention or I guess the like appreciate that their, their dollar and their money is more is, is valuable. You know, maybe 10 grand for them was a cheaper quote when they're doing $20,000 kitchens. That's fine. But my quote probably also would have been easier to enact. It would have, it would have been an easier 10 grand. You would think than a really complicated 20, 30 grand. 
So, you know, the fact that they've not called me, the fact that they've not followed up, the fact that even in their quote, they could have said, Lauren, this is a base price. You know, if you're happy with this, uh, we'd love to invite you to the showroom. Come on down. We can start talking about a plan. We can put together some drawings together. You know, invite me in for a coffee and maybe we can discuss it there. Because I understand they might not want to give the drawings that I then take to another business. However, they lost my business right from the get-go just from not caring at all. So, yeah, I just want to share that. Hopefully it wasn't super boring. So... Yeah. No, not at all. I was actually making some notes because I'm going to do a future episode around what you oh, were talking good. about. Yeah. So um, I think it's really, well, I think it's really relevant because I mean, you know, you think with COVID, we're trying to build a house. We're likely not going to be in our house until next year um, because everyone's just flat strap and you can't get building supplies. And the point that, you know, I just wanted to make on what you're saying is that, you know, a lot of these businesses you know, because we're, we're facing the same thing, trying to get quotes from different uh, builders, yeah. you know, trying to get quotes from builders, trying to get someone who actually cares, someone who can, you know, get give us a fairly short time frame to get into the new house. And it's like, it's the same thing. You know, some people just don't have the capacity. And that's largely, I think it ties in with what you're talking about. The capacity is normally they're used to dealing with so many quotes or so many businesses or so many people, I should say, clients. And, you know, we're looking at one of the big guys, one of the big guys at the moment, they've got about, you know, 60 jobs Mm. on at the moment. So they're just having a lot of trouble managing that. And potentially we won't be until this time next year, which is insane. I mean, that's just unheard of. Um, And then we've talked to some of the smaller guys and they've only got like, obviously less projects, but they've got less staff as well. So I think with what you're talking about, probably the issue is that they're used to dealing with certain, you know, capacity of people and then all of a sudden they're inundated because everyone's building and renovating and whatever. So it's like they just don't have the capacity to give the care. So it's like they need to be able to manage that, maybe put more staff on, you know, that sort of thing to be able to deal with people like yourself coming along with those smaller jobs. And, um, you know, that's all about managing your business properly. So I think that's a good, um, I think that's a really good business um, conversation that we can have. So I've actually added that into our show notes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we can uh, talk about the user experience as well. And we'll Mm. we'll cover that off in that next show that you're talking about uh, whenever we do it, because, you know, people aren't always thinking about what it's like as well on the other end, on the receiving end. Yeah. And that's really, that's really important. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Could I also just say quickly, sorry, I know I'm carrying on a bit, but um, we actually had a fridge, our fridge is falling apart. It's a bit of a lemon. And um, this is all about customer service because we rang one company, um, got them to come out. I actually wasn't here. I missed them, which I felt really bad about. And we were sort of worried we're going to get charged a call out fee. But they didn't charge us a call-out fee, which I was really happy about. Anyway, we got them back out again. And this young guy shows up and I thought, oh, gosh, you know, I'm being a little judgy. I was like, oh, he's a bit young, a bit young. I hope he's experienced. And he comes and he looks at our fridge. Now, we have had the handle I spoke about previously. The handle's fallen off. One of the other handles is about to fall off. And he basically said, look, Michelle, these fridges have a lot of issues. I won't say the brand, uh, but these fridges have a lot of issues. He gave me some really good advice. He was very honest. And this is what I look for in a, you know, a business. And I think the same with you with your kitchen quotes is I always look for honesty. And he said, if I'm really honest he said Mitsubishi is actually a better brand he said they have you know no issues with them they don't do any repair work on them and what he actually did was he managed to go away and I was devastated because they were quoting us about $800 just to fix this thing we had to get all new doors I mean if you're getting all new doors for your fridge there's not much of the fridge left you know like it's it's just insane so it's going to be about 800 bucks anyway he rang me and he said um and this kid I mean he's just awesome 
and I will never go with another business. Like there is no way. He's so cool. He um he got all the parts for free. So he said, look, all we're going to do is um come out, charge labor. It's going to be about 150 bucks and he got a new fridge. So I was like, we're going to go with that option. They also said that we could get like a new fridge, you know, pro rata, but it's going to be bigger and we can't fit it in and we're not moving till next year now. So I think we're just going to get this fridge fixed so it at least works. So, you know, for me, that's really good business. You know, he went above and beyond um, and I didn't expect any of that. And, you know, to get all the parts, that's 800 bucks, you know? So it just, we're, we're sold, you know? And so I just feel like that's a really good um, uh, talk topic. So that's why I've put it into my show notes um, because that for me was going above and beyond. You could write his manager and let them know you're so happy with him, especially if he's young, he would still be. I am. We've actually... I've already spoken to the manager and um, because I always believe in giving positive feedback and we're actually getting him a gift voucher. So there'll be a gift voucher for him because obviously when we pay him, it goes to the company. Um, But we're actually getting him a gift voucher for something personal. That's a lovely idea. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. Mm. So so let's go into the show topic today because it's kind of a big deal. Um, So, Mm. all right. So to cut along, well, I have three podcasts. I'm doing a lot of things in my business, blah, blah, blah. So I'm on, I'm on clubhouse the other day and clubhouse is that cool app that I was talking to you about before. It's basically like interactive talk radio. Yep. So I end up going into this room and it's all about how to monetize your podcast. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking into that and I'm wondering, so I, I get on the thing and I say, I've got a question, blah, blah, blah. So there are a couple of experts in the room, right? So I say to them, Hey, I've got three podcasts, blah, blah, blah. I'm interested in monetizing. I think one's close to being able to monetize. I was just wondering how people monetize a podcast that is evergreen. So it never expires. Right. So people can always go back and listen and it's current. And to make a long story short, they basically tore a strip off me for having three podcasts and the fact that they would never sponsor anything that I'm doing because my focus is split and that, um, yeah, basically that was, that was the short end of it. And then they said it with respect and they said it nicely, but they, it was a pretty big aha wake up moment for me. What else are you doing? So yeah. The thing is this, and then they said, and you're a time management expert. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I'm able to do everything. This is the issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So this is the Mm -hmm. issue is that yes, I'm able to do everything, but I'm not doing everything to the capacity that it could be done at. I'm not doing everything as well as it could be done. And because I'm so interested and passionate about a lot of things, I'm not just for my own voice, the afterlight spiritual, you know, this podcast is with you. Like they're all just a little bit different. And so while I was thinking about, you know, the feedback that I had received, I was thinking to myself, okay, I need to make some pretty big decisions here. And one of the things that they said is that, you know, um, a lot of people would invest in me because of who I am, not because of the following that I have. And I thought, yeah, that's fair enough, but I don't really want to have a personal brand in that way. I I like the idea of building up a business and and being kind of behind it, you know? So to cut a long story short, I had to make some difficult decisions and, and the difficult decisions were basically around cutting my podcasts, changing my business model and making some decisions in that way. And so 
when I look at all the things that I'm doing, I'm having a difficult time, as I said, doing everything well. I have somebody helping me at the moment on social media, for example, and I realized that I'm going to stop doing the Rob Rob podcast. I'm going to keep it live. I'm going to pay for it to keep it live just for probably another year. And maybe I'll do stuff here and there, but, but pretty much not. And then I talked to Michelle and I said, Michelle, I've been letting the team down because Michelle does all the editing for this podcast, which was one of the reasons why I was able to do this with her <laughs> was because she was taking on that role. However, with all the other things that I'm doing, I haven't been able to market this podcast properly, showing up on social media properly, and I'm not able to commit to that moving forward. So Michelle and I ended up having a real talk conversation about my limitations, her limitations, what we can and cannot do. And you know, I started thinking about well, why do people have a podcast in the first place? So a lot of people have a podcast to funnel people to their product. So it builds up authority. It shows that you know what you're talking about. Uh, it gives value to the listener, all these sort of things. And then when you have the attention of the listener, you funnel them into whatever product you're selling. So, you know, Michelle and I do our ads in this show. This is our part of funneling you, the listener, into other products that we're selling and how we make money. So I mean, that's not a secret. So that's what, that's what we do. And you get to know us over time. So as you get to know us, you'll go, wow, Michelle's really somebody I want to learn from, or Lauren's somebody I really want to learn from or whatever. And eventually you might invest some time in working with us. So this is a long winded way of me saying that I had to really start to think about what I want to do. And I realized that the afterlife podcast, I love it. And I love that brand and I want to do that. So that's what I'm I've decided to do. And then I started thinking about my why, like, why am I showing up with Michelle every week? What am I doing? What, how much time is required for me to do that? Blah, blah, blah. So Michelle and I had a really big discussion where we were just, you know, frank with each other. And I realized that I love doing this podcast <laughs> and I love hanging out with Michelle. And so I thought, you know what? screw, screw it. If people are like, you shouldn't have two podcasts. Well, I have two podcasts. Michelle has taken over the social media marketing. I'm going to do some bulk graphics once a month. I'll do a whole bunch at one time, send them to Michelle. She'll schedule them in and do that. And that's the way that we've been able to keep this podcast going. And so with that, we also decided to start thinking about, all right, well, you know, does business and party really suit what we're doing now. Now that we're at episode 60, we're almost a year in, pretty much a year in. Actually, by the time this airs, we'll be a year into the to the podcast. You know, does the name suit what we're doing? Does it still kind of complement who we are now, you know, one year later? And so we had some big discussions about that. So Michelle, before I continue, I'd like to hear your your sort of thoughts on that. And, and one thing I will say as well is that you know, communication is really key. And I thought I was going to let her down. But what we did is we came up with the compromise and Michelle weighed it up as to whether or not, you know, anyway, I'll let you speak for yourself here, actually. Go ahead. Well, I was just reading through my uh, SMSs to you because I was just having a look at some of the names that we did come up with because that wasn't the one that we have come up with wasn't our first name. We did go through a few different options, um, which I thought I mentioned during the show as well. Um, but I loved the one that we did come up with. I think that's really, really good. Um, yeah, just on what you were talking about, I sort of was making a few notes as well. And, you know, I think when we discussed and we, we did 
get very honest with each other. We, um, you know, did discuss going our own separate ways and you sort of talked about me sort of, you know, doing my own uh, business, you know, podcast or not business podcast, but my own podcast and sort of, you know, introducing my, my book and my cards and all of that stuff and sort of rebranding around the light worker and that sort of thing. And, you know, and we did talk about that, but then, you know, I like you get a lot out of our weekly catch ups. And, you know, I was sort of thinking about if I didn't have this Friday sort of catch up with you, um, you know, will we be catching up as frequently? And, you know, I, I just get a lot out of it. I really enjoy listening to what you have to say. And because we're quite different, I learn a lot, you know, and we are developing our businesses still, you know, and growing them and stuff yeah. like that. So I think it's a pivotal mm-hmm. time. I think it's, you know, coming back to the, the heading or the, um, you know, the heading for this episode, it's a pivotal moment for us, both of us. And so, you know, we're only just a year in doing this. And we're, we're certainly learning a lot. And, um, yeah, I think we do a really good job. So as long as we can sort of manage our time and, and tasks more efficiently, then I think we've got a really good um, product here. So that's why I think I decided to continue with it as well. But it's also about getting that enthusiasm back. Sometimes you get into that routine and everything's just, this is what we do, this is how we do it, you know, da, da, da. but we have changed the um, rundown a little bit as well so that uh, we have you know the different heading we also have a few different um, components in the show now so you know I think a change is as good as a holiday and I don't get away on holidays very much apart from when I'm sick and I've got to reschedule uh, readings and things like that but you know it's just a bit of a a refresher really so um, and it's good timing with episode 60 to do that so yeah I'm really excited moving forward Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when you're building a business with somebody like we, Michelle and I are building a little bit of mini business here, you know, you, mm. you need to be honest and you need to say what you can and cannot do. And, you know, I, uh, I had to do that and, you know, we worked out a compromise that works for us. And so now I feel more excited about this podcast. I feel like the name, I was excited about it anyway. I mean, that's why mm. I'm still doing it, but I feel that the new name the Spirit Up Business Podcast really showcases a little bit more about what we're doing because in that clubhouse, mm. you know, somebody said to me, oh, I can see you've got like a party podcast with your friend. All right, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, it's not really a party podcast. Mm. I mean, it's sort of so that's what they maybe, pulled out of it. but that's what they pulled out of it because they don't know, right? And they didn't listen to it mm. before. Mm. And so what I realized as well is when you have two spiritual people talking about spirit stuff and business, well, business in the front, party in the back, it's not really like not really showing what you can expect from the podcast. So it really yeah. wasn't an alignment, I don't think. Yeah. And we did come up with a few names. Um, I sort of look, I like spirit talk um, and I came up with business spritzer. And I think that was where we sort of came up with, you know, looking at the spirit aspect of that. And um, the spirits up business podcast is what we fell onto or um, ended up sort of deciding we liked that. Um, but yeah, spirits sort of gave me that bubbly sort of vibe. And, you know, when um, I'm doing mediumship yeah. and spirits laughing, it feels like lemonade on your skin. And I felt like that was really <laughs> relevant. And um, that's what I want people to feel, you know, that, that laughter, that joy, um, you know, spri- uh, spritzer kind of um, energy. So um, yeah, I felt like that was, that was pretty relevant. And, you know, as I said, I enjoy, you know, learning from yourself and, you know, probably our talk topic, um, you know, sometimes gets taken over by what we've been doing during the week, but that's cool because, you know, that's what we learned from as well. You know, we learned from the kitchen experience, kitchen renovations and quotes. And then now we have another talk topic to discuss later on as well about businesses and, 
you know, how they can manage that um, influx, which is what a lot of businesses are experiencing at the moment, because with COVID, everything's very uncertain. So you really want to make the most of the highs and um, then you can manage the lows a little bit better as well. So Mm -hmm. I think that's what Lauren and I have probably learned a little bit about, you know, doing this together is we've both had sort of highs and lows. I've had, you know, definitely a lot of moments of um, where I, I haven't been totally sure about what I've been doing and there's been self-doubt and stuff like that. But in those moments, I think we're a bit of a team where you'll lift me up. And um, in those moments where you're feeling that, you know, a little bit down or not sure, then I, yeah. I hope that I lift you up. So it's, um, yeah. you know, that's yeah. how you get through those challenges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So that's pretty much the show. I mean, yeah. now we need to get into our new segment, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So yep. do you want to announce it? Uh, well, it's brought to you by your business. So it might be make, make most sense if you do it. <laughs> okay. So yes. So our new segment is called, it's time to get your spirit up. And this is yeah. brought to you by the Afterlight podcast, Afterlight All One Word. And if you are interested in learning about ectoplasm, ectoplasm, divination mm-hmm. tools, physical mediumship, uh, the meaning and the power of numbers and numerology, the Akashic records, a course in miracles, being intuitive, Reiki, anything like that, uh, paranormal, past lives, meditation, manifestation, anything like that, it's all on that podcast. So please head to wherever you get your podcasts and look up the afterlight. You can also head to uh, the afterlightpodcast.com. Uh, that website will be live at some point in the future. <laughs> Maybe not when you go right now, but in the future it will be live. So look forward to that. And uh, yeah, if you are a spiritual person and you'd like to be a guest, I am taking applications as well. You can email me at welcome to the afterlight at gmail.com, but all the links for that are in the show notes. So yes. So the spirits up segment, Michelle, I just sort of realized I didn't have anything prepared for this. I noticed that. Lauren, I did want to say just on your um, other podcast as well, I drew some cards yesterday. It's really interesting you mentioned Akashic Records because I drew some cards. I have a private group, Michelle Uprice Spiritual Development and Circles, and uh, that's part of my business page on Facebook. And um, I drew some cards, and the bottom of the deck card was Ruby. And these are my liquid crystal deck, if anyone's uh, wondering. And the card is, the name on it is Spiritual Warrior. And the Ruby actually gives you access to the Akashic Records. So it was just interesting because some of the topics you mentioned there actually tie in with that particular card that I drew. So again, there's all those synchronicities, all those things sort of tying into place and falling into place. And um, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because I I just uh, triggered me. Um, The bottom of the deck was a Ruby, Spiritual Warrior. And I feel like, Lauren, um, that's you and I. Maybe that's another talk topic, Spiritual Warrior. I don't know. Spiritual Warrior. I quite like like that. that. I might work with that. Yeah. Spiritual warrior. Um, now all I wanted to say here with the, uh, getting your spirit up is being willing to change. You know, I think we've been talking sort of bits and pieces about this over the last few weeks about the ego. And certainly I found it very hard to deal with criticism and, and that sort of thing from bosses and working in the corporations, different corporations I've worked in. And I don't like hearing feedback very often and, um, didn't really like change. I like to be in my comfort zone. So I think, moving forward, you know, from that and certainly from what I've learned is I like to think that I'm more willing to change and I want the listener at home to hear this, 
being able to receive criticism with open arms, you know, um, finishing off my novel, as I've sort of alluded to before, you know, when I was first trying to edit it, I was like, oh God, they said this thing and they don't like my book and oh, you know, all of this. And I was taking it really, really hard. And then when I went back to it this last time after that, you know, guy came in in spirit and was like, you know, I don't get to see my book published. You need to get it done. And I was like, oh, so I went in and finished it all. And when I actually read the criticism the second time around, I was like, oh, this is actually really helpful. This is great. And it's funny when you put the ego to one side, how different everything appears. Like I was so heartbroken the first time I read all this criticism, I couldn't believe it. And this time I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yep, I can work with that. And just totally different attitude, you know? And I got through it. Like I was up till midnight every night, but I got through it in like four or five days. And then I got sick. So maybe that's why I got sick. Um, but you know, still I was really positive and I was like, I can't believe this is the same criticism. Like I really took it hard the first time. So it just goes to show, you know, where you are in your life and how you're taking things. It just really shows your maturity and your growth. And I just feel like, you know, that's a representation of how far I've come. Like, I feel like I've done a lot of growing, uh, and that's evidence of that. So be ready to pivot, you know, is change. Pivoting is change. But being ready to pivot is like, if someone walks into me and goes, Michelle, you know, you're doing this and you're doing that. And I just, I think it could work better. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. You know, if I'm yeah. telling people that I'm you know, making these cards and people are giving me a lot of feedback about what they could look like and what they could be. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Because I want to hear from people if they want a particular mm-hmm. card deck and they can't get it, I'm all ears because I want to put this out there and have people purchase it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want that feedback now. And I didn't before. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I and give Michelle a lot of um, unsolicited feedback. <laughs> oh, I love it though. Mm. But even then, you know, it, it, you know, sometimes it is hard to receive because, you know, if you are highly critical and then someone's saying something to you, it, it does kind of, you feel it in your solar plexus a little bit. Sometimes if someone's yeah. giving me feedback and I'm sort of not receiving it super well, it, it jars me a little bit. But, you know, mm. certainly after reading that, you know, feedback in the novel and having people comment on my Facebook pages and stuff like that, um, I'm just so much more open to that. I'm like, you know what, I receive that and I'm all ears, all ears. And that's a huge amount of growth. And it's, it's easier now to sort of see in other people when other people are reacting, you know, and they're like, oh, this person said this and it made me really angry. And it's so much easier now because to separate the ego, I just look at them and I go, you know what? That's ego. You know, you need to separate from the ego, try this, try that, you know, do some things. So it's actually giving me some tools to help other people with their growth. Mm -hmm. To be able to separate from that ego. Yeah. One thing I was going to say too, is that, you know, very often there's something better that comes out of it. You know, I had a really hard time after that clubhouse call. I'm not going to lie to you. I cried. Yeah. You know, because I was thinking about shit. I already know all this. I've just been ignoring yeah. the obvious. You know, I've yeah. just been ignoring There's it because I, I love, I love it all. Yeah, yeah. It was frustration, and and I also was thinking, oh my god, I have so much work to do. I need to change all these things. I've invested all this money here and there, and da da da. Now I change everything. I've said it before, and I'll say it again now. No matter how far you've gone the wrong way, you need to turn back. You need to go back. You need to turn around and you need to go back. That is just Mm. the the reality. And one thing I will say as well is like, this is especially important when you're working on graphics and stuff like that. When you're looking at a new brand design, for example, you know, sometimes you see all these pretty things and you're thinking, well, I want that. I want that. I want that. Some of it you can just enjoy, but it's not for you. 
You need to think yeah. about what's for you. And so connecting yeah. with your why, coming back with all that, coming back with your purpose is important. And, you know, this is the only way that we learn is if we, if we, if we look at these things and we learn the lesson and we grow from it and we, I can tell you right now, you know, all the things that I've got coming up for me in the future are going to be way, way cooler and better because I and I learned to pivot because I didn't sit okay. there and listen to that feedback, which by the way, when you're getting that feedback on a call of 30 strangers, it's a bit embarrassing too, Yeah, you know, cause you feel like a little bit, but then I had other people, you know, listen after, and they said, I really learned a lot from that call with Lauren. I'm like, Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you know? mm, um, but that's what yeah. it's all about. You know, like Michelle, yeah. you and I are vulnerable on this podcast. That's, that's how you do it. And, uh, you know, I think very often when we look at the outcome, like, for example, we brought this up before, but when, when Michelle was starting her business last year, I told her that her brand needed to change, you know, mm. and I'm sure she didn't appreciate that. But now the most beautiful, she, she made those changes. She took that on board and she created something with her designer, Haley, that's just absolutely glorious and amazing and more representative of who Michelle truly is. Right. So, yeah. you know, very often with my book my book became part of that as well. There you go. And so yeah. that's cool. That's really cool. And, and that's what happens when we can take this constructive criticism in a way that it's intended, which is love and learn from it and not be the victim of it. Like you were mm -hmm. saying, not allow the ego to, you know, be the play, the poor me role and stuff like that. Let me tell you, magic is waiting for you on the other side. It's it is, it I'm is sitting there. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you just need that fresh pair of eyes. I mean, I've been looking at it and I was like, eh, eh, you know, but when you actually said it, you went, my God, that's really dark and, and this and that. And I was like, Oh, it is dark. And you know, sometimes you just get so used to it. You don't really look at it objectively. And I think that was what yeah. you saying that did for me because I was like, yeah, I'm not Michelle Price writer and clairvoyant anymore. What does that even mean? You know? And that's when I was like, yeah. the light worker is so much more appropriate and I've got a Merkabah on there. So it's like, you know, and that was synchronicities too, because Haley chose all of that without me saying anything to her. She just um, found the Merkabah and loved it. And I was like, well, that's perfect mm -hmm. um, because that's, you know, who I work with is Metatron. So, you know, it is just having that person who can look at things objectively. And, um, you know, we need that. It's like me sitting here doing a reading for myself is very different to me paying for a reading and going and seeing someone else. They're going to mm -hmm. get a lot more information when you're trying to look at yourself. You know, it's hard. Like it's harder to do that. So you do need yeah. that um, second opinion. And that's what I feel yeah. that we give, um, give to each other. So, yeah. um, and it's not always, uh, you know, exciting or <laughs> uplifting to receive criticism, but if you do receive it in the way that it's intended, as Lauren said, you know, if you're sending that, you know, feedback with love, then, you know, we need to receive it in that way and make appropriate changes. And that's why I got a lot of feedback when I started doing my readings, because that way it was very honest and it was at the start and I could make some changes at that point. And, and I have, and I've sort of, um, you know, worked my business, my entire business around that initial feedback. So yeah, fantastic. Cool. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. So tell the uh, listener at home what's coming up on the next podcast. Yeah. So on the next podcast, Laura, we're going to be diving down deep, literally. So we're going deep down into um, our stuff in this episode. Now we're going to have a look at uh, mental health. And I think this is really good because, you know, had I in my current state of uh, having a, a really serious head cold and being very congested, had I pushed through, I would have been on struggle street and I wouldn't have been giving people a hundred percent. 
And so I feel like what I've been going through this week ties in very well with that episode because we're looking at, um, you know, when do we sort of ask for help? When do we put our hand up? You know, are we doing too many things? Can we be, you know, um, uh, asking people like you've been, you've been bringing people in to help you with different things that you can't get to. So I just feel like this is, um, you know, going to be really important for the listener at home and also for ourselves to investigate, particularly based on what I've been going through with my own um, health. Uh, and I know my limits, you know, when I, when I said to you earlier that I couldn't feel spirit anymore, I couldn't feel physically and talk about that. You know, that's a big part of my business. I'm a healer. So if I can't feel that, you know, there's a, a big aspect of me and my readings that I've just lost. So I need to get well so that I can bring that back 110%. And, um, you know, my life force has to improve. My vitality has to improve before that happens. So uh, we're going to be having a look at that next episode next week. Perfect. Well, this has been the... Oh, we're still doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. has been the Spirits Up Business Podcast. <laughs> and if you liked it, we do need reviews, please. Please yeah. leave us a review and... Um, yeah, leave us a good review. That would be helpful. And if you didn't Absolutely. like it, Michelle, what should they do? Maybe tell us privately. Give us some constructive uh, feedback privately. Constructive because feedback, yeah. And I like feedback as opposed to criticism. Yeah. Yes, privately. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. 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 We're open so to it. DM. Yeah. All this yeah. pivoting and everything. What do you think of the new show title? Do you like it? Tell us. We'd love to That's hear it. from you. Absolutely. Great episode, Lauren. As Great always. Episode. Yes. Talk to you soon.